Garden uh, stores. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1210, December 15th, 2023. We had a record high of 58 degrees just two years ago on this day, okay. 2021. And it was 21 below on this day in 1901. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Even though they represent a completely failed academy, I'd like to give a shout out to Johnny Towers. Tommy basketball team, which scared the living hell out of number seven ranked Marquette last night. We're going to go Tommy's. Real Tommy. They would have really shown me something had, you know, going for the winning play implemented the double pump layup. Tower (laughs) was on the uh, Cretan team when a kid I used to have was the state's tallest manager. Yes. Was that 90... They went to the... 91, 92? Uh, yeah. They went to the tournament, didn't they? A yeah. couple of years in a row. Yeah. And, uh, boy, the uh, Tommies really worked hard. Really that worked hard That was fun to watch. I watched that, a little bit. That was that fun. Was, uh, that was amazing. I have a couple of notes that are important because we cannot let go of the failed academy, nor should we. And then I have a great example of what I mean by the war we're fighting. It's not necessarily a war of guns and grenades. It's it's an ideological war that must be won or we won't have a country. I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Man. I will hold tight. Uh, Paul writes from Dallas, the other day you introduced the theory, nay, reality of the oppressed versus oppressors. The following day you covered the largest question I had. What is the end game for the white virtue signalers? I picture them waking up every morning, looking into the mirror with disgust and guilt. If you think about it, they have two choices. They can either become an activist to satisfy their appetite for virtue, or, as Kenny suggested, they can join the oppressed by identifying as someone in the alphabet. You also made a comment during the discussion that I need to thank you for, as it gave me some hope for my personal situation. My daughter is a freshman at the University of Oklahoma which right now is more consumed with football than a woke agenda, but I do see pockets. As an aside to the main topic, you sent a message to the youth. You said young people better have an idea what you want to do when you enter one of these places or you're going to be indoctrinated into the failed academy. I could not agree more, and thank you for putting my heart at ease. My daughter is studying to live out her lifelong dream of becoming a commercial pilot. She is well on her way and is already in the air. There are many proud moments in my life as a parent, but when you drive out uh, a municipal airport, walk out onto the tarmac and watch your daughter land with no one else in the plane for the first time, that pride soars through you and makes your heart full. I appreciate you and your crew very much and look forward to a long spring. It starts in just seven days, which happens to be my wedding anniversary. Merry Christmas, Paul Petruszewski, the Royal Order of the 21sters, Dallas Chapter. And let me emphasize that he's entirely correct for us members 
members of the 21sters, spring starts in seven days. You normal people still have a, a winter to look You've forward to. You've got a way to, to go. Yeah, ways to go. And the second note on the Field Academy, uh, with, with uh, a request to please don't use my name, I'm a mole hiding in the Field Academy. Hmm. All right. You almost got it, Joe. You were so close. Maybe the altitude of the vacation flight was still impacting you. I'm catching up on podcasts, so a little behind. On Monday, December 11, you were discussing the college president's inabilities to call out hate speech. You rightly identified zero context when it was used as their defense. Context is everything to these people and to the mystery. The reason context has to be utilized by these failed academy leaders is that it's required so they can apply the rules based on race or identity rather than right or wrong. Wrong. Let's break it down with an example. A white American Christian student states something like, black people are free to find success in this country. They're free. This student gets put on probation, must make a public apology for their lack of recognition of and sensitivity to black people's generational trauma, and must attend hours of trainings to stay at the university. Now enter a Palestinian student who was born in the USA and has been taught to hate this country. Remember now, this is a historically marginalized person attending an institution established by those they hate. The Palestinian student states, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is known as a genocidal statement. This student is defended and supported by the university's leadership. The failed academy must punish the white student because of their privileged status. They cannot punish the historically marginalized students because of their identity statuses. What the two students said does not matter. It's only their identity positionality that determines if they are to be punished or supported. It's an extension of identity politics you've accurately identified. It's now a failed academy systemic standard. I've seen dozens of situations like this over the last decade. Please stay on the air. I need you all to make it through the week. <laughs> so I'm taking it, I'm taking, uh, I'm understanding that he might have a role somewhere in the failed academy that has allowed him to literally experience this firsthand, and he happens to be a survivor. He's a GLer, and he's seeing this. He's just seeing us. Now, hang in there. Yeah. What is the war we're talking about? Anyone want to weigh in before I identify it further? Well, to me, it's the war on our way of life, our American dream, and most importantly, our future. Exactly. And, and I, you exactly. think it's it's still a war that's going on. I'm concerned that we've lost already. Here's that's... an example of what literally, I'm sorry I've used the word literally twice. Here's an example of what rational people should be fighting. Okay. It's a story out of Barrie, Ontario. And, and make no mistake, the mystery is international in scope and certainly in Canadian in scope. Girls age 8 to 16 
were terrified to learn that a man was share. They were sharing a locker room with a 50-year-old transgender swimmer at a Canadian swimming meet earlier this month, according to the Toronto Sun. And I'm sorry, the printer failed me. Thought we fixed. That. We have no idea why this is allowed. A parent told the Toronto Sun. Uh, the girls are training and hoping for scholarships, and then they uh, this fellow enters the locker room and changes with them and is allowed to compete. That can't be allowed. That okay. guy should be arrested. In the world I grew up in, he's arrested. Right. There, this isn't sane. This isn't civilization. This is anarchy. It's not progress. It's nothing. Right. This is criminal behavior. In a world that has guardrails, this is criminal behavior. What the Mysterians are doing is eliminating the guardrails. They're taking it down so anything goes, and they're destroying Western society. This creep should be put in jail. It's no longer— Cut and dry. You can't pretend to discuss this with them. You can't pretend to understand a sensitivity that only they can imagine. B as in B, S as in S, this ass bleep goes to jail. He goes to jail. There's no other way to look at it. Yeah. He's wrong. He does not represent a civilized society. And it's not civilization. Mm-hmm. No one. It's the kids swimming are not comfortable. Uh, and this. Well, in fact, both the the kids and the parents have been extremely outspoken and have been shouted down repeatedly. Correct. Yeah, I've seen a number of videos that suggest that. Toronto, uh, the Toronto Sun grilled Swimming Canada. The, the sports overseer and the event organizers said they acted appropriately and the event was intended as an open competition. No, no, you're wrong. These are great bleep you moments. Right. You're wrong. Get out of here. Get out. It's over. You can't have this. There's get, we have to reach a point where this doesn't get discussed. It's not a possibility that this 50-year-old creep is swimming with 8-year-old girls and changing and with them. And imagine being someone that Somebody's got to punch this guy in the face. Right. No, I see. No, that's, that's, that's violence. You're inciting Why? violence. I'm inciting violence. What's the motivation for this transgender swimmer to do this? It, it can't just be to win a medal no, or win I, a, a trophy. It, it's... It's dark. She's she's making a statement, right? I think it's more dark than that, though. Kim. Our outrage. Well, what what do you mean by well, that? Why else would a fifty year old man have an interest in this other than? Oh, dark? you're thinking it's sexual. Well, it has to be, right? Well, otherwise, what what could possibly explain this? Well, listen to this. This is where this is where the war gets lost with this this body called Swimming Canada. Maybe their version of the AAU or something. It's Swimming Canada. Well, they believe swimming is for everyone. People of all shapes, sizes, genders, beliefs, and backgrounds should have the opportunity to swim at the best of their ability. No, that's got to end. You're wrong. That's wrong. Swimming Canada is the Canadian national governing body for competitive swimming in the country. Well, it was established. them. They're wrong. In this night- has to end. It was established in 1909 as the Canadian Amateur Swimming Association. 
So this Melody Wiseheart, the swimmer. I don't even know what this creep's name is. I just said it, Melody Wiseheart. Oh. Uh, a university professor focusing on children behavioral science. Jesus H. Christ. So trying to prove a point there um, yeah. and raise outrage and, I don't know, make people mad, fight, angry, protest. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. The... And I am. And my answer to him is you're gone. You don't get to do this. It's over for you. Well, they're trying to trigger people like us. And obviously, God, I hate that word, too. Can we just ban trigger? Obviously, she succeeded or he or whatever, whatever the hell is happening here. But to what point? How are these kids going to learn anything when they're scared to go into the locker room and change because they're little kids, they're teenagers, 16 to 18, is that what I saw? 16 no, and older. No. And eight he's 8, 16. eight, eight, eight to 16. 16. She's eight to 50. Fifty. It's not a she. It's a he pretending with curly hair to be a gal. Go Do you sleep yourself, pal. You're out of here. Mm-hmm. So my question for the... Uh, the Canadian Swim League, Swimming Canada, Swim Ontario. If I walked in there looking like I do right now. Calling yourself Mabel. And I and I said, <laughs> I'm Kendra and I identify as a woman, but I haven't taken one of the steps. What would they do? I mean, well, and, and by the steps, I mean, you know, the bosoms, the uh, injections, the no, whatever you have to do. I that cartoon bubble. I see, well, well, what see would they Kenny do? What, Joe, what, Joe, would, what they would they do? Apparently, based on this, Kenny, Swimming swimming Canada would say, welcome. So I'm walking around a locker room with little kids with Mr. Melancholy swinging back and forth. Yep. What the hell? Well, that's why <laughs> like I Chris say. Said, like, is, yeah, jail. Here's jail. the war. Here's jail. the war that we're fighting. We're fighting for civilization. You're fighting for an honest, ethical, moral society that has rules and guardrails. You're fighting for an eight-year-old girl to not have to be indoctrinated to this utter nonsense. Mm. Let her discover the male situation when she's much older. This, has, this is insidious. It's foul. It's evil. It's corrupt. It's devastating. It's over. Swimming Canada should be ashamed of themselves. They should be marched. Well, of course, I wouldn't march anybody before the Canadian Parliament because they're as screwed up as anything. They're as screwed up as a Minnesota legislature. This is wrong. There is nothing right about this. This is the war for chaos and anarchy. Anything goes. That's the war we're fighting. And the same swimming issue is happened right here in the United States, Seattle, Virginia. You know, it's it's around the world. And and, and remember the note we received from a U of M student who said, could you plug our event? We're bringing Riley Riley Gaines Gaines, to campus. And there was some trepidation about that. They, they, they feared uh, some pushback or protest. I don't think any of that happened. I don't either. Yeah, uh, I didn't uh, see But any. Riley Gaines, with great justification, is, is helping us. She's, she's a warrior. She's saying, this mm. is ridiculous. Why am I losing to this guy? And by <laughs> the way, she almost beat him. <laughs> Remember, they tied, well, and they decided, the NCAA decided that he, Leah, 
was the one that should receive the gold medal for photographic Well, then photographic the NCAA purposes. has got to be dismantled. Yep. Swimming Canada has got to be dismantled. All you groups who buy this BS should be ashamed of yourselves. You're contributing to the end of life as we know it in this country. <sighs> Only one way to assuage your pain. Assuage. Assuage, whatever assuage. the word is. Go to Grunhoffers and load up for the weekend. Okay. Sways your way to Grunhoffers. Well, well, look at this football weekend. You got three NFL games tomorrow. You got NFL games all Sunday. You got the Timberwolves who have yet to lose two games in a row this year. Isn't that an interesting stat? It really is. Grunhoffers old fashioned meats. They have everything <laughs> for your next over. festive occasion, including Christmas. Call them and order your double smoked skinless bone in hams. Get on the list. Don't don't miss out on this wonderful ham. Order yours today by calling 651-426-2800. That puts you in touch with Grunhoffers just a bit north of Hugo. There's also a Grunhoffers in Forest Lake. I'll get to that in a moment. And construction is continuing on the new Grunhoffers is, that is going to open in the White Bear Lake area soon. Because mm-hmm. Christmas is right around the corner. Yes. Uh, and in fact, they're looking for ideas for a new brat that would celebrate the soon-to-be-opened White Bear Lake Grunhoffers location. Mm. It's steak, chops, chicken, cheese, desserts, salads, meat, the meat emporium of the world. It's all waiting for you at Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, just a just north of Hugo on Highway 61, and in Forest Lake, just immediately east of 35 on Highway 97. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes, Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve my favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code GARAGELOGIC50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GARAGELOGIC50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. And he got some aggressive sure Here we go. It was for a Friday. I apologize yes. if you were offended. It's the end I of was. the world as we know it, and he feels <laughs> fine. Joe Souchere. The best Christmas gift I ever got my mom was, uh, well, it was back in the 70s. I made my dad bring me down to the hardware store to buy a mom a Christmas gift. I think I ended up buying her a roll of masking tape. Uh, anyway, uh, nothing's really changed in my world today after the program. I'm going to go to town uh, to the local knack and buy my wrenching nephews a present. Uh, they each get a can of seafoam motor treatment, a can of top engine cleaner, and a can of seafoam deep creep. 
that's a pretty good gift. The Seafoam Motor Treatment, that'll help engines run better and last longer, safe and easy to use in all sorts of engines. The top engine cleaner, that's a carb cleaner. It's going to clean everything you need cleaned in the shop. And, of course, the Deep Creep, that's a must-have basically for everybody, every shop, garage, kitchen, basement, every vehicle in the land. And they make great Christmas gifts. And I'm not even joking You'll find them in a chemical aisle, stores everywhere around this great nation. They're wonderful products in our world of rusty parts and gummy carbs and ill-running engines. We're talking seafoam. You know, my fear is, are there enough backbones to stop this? Like Rookie said, looking for the father to stop this. What, you mean to tell me that nobody at Swimming Canada had the nerve or the spine to stand up to this? Well, the moms and dads did. They tried, but... And they even went, did you read the part where they went in the locker room and uh, they all divide. held up towels yeah. and made a divide for their kiddos? They, they, yeah. That shouldn't have to, where, where, where is the, and this is a powerful movement. Look how urgently the trans people are advocating for even young children to uh, transform their genders. That's got to stop. That's not civilized. And it's the fear of what? It's the fear of getting canceled. That's the only hurdle. I agree completely. How can you cancel somebody's mom for arguing about it? Well, there's just, unfortunately, Joel. Bleep canceling. The reason that this kind of stuff is, that that they're getting away with it is, too many people are doing that. They're saying, well, I don't want to get involved. Get involved. I agree. Now, let's turn our attention the people that get canceled are the people with a public dais like us. We could get canceled. Normal no, we everyday. Can't. I won't yeah. allow it. Well, that's my point. Normal everyday people who have nothing to lose cannot be canceled because they're just going to give everybody that's bitching and screaming the big F you. Yep. And those mm-hmm. are the people we need to get behind and rally with. Right. You're right. Sorry to interrupt. Well, let's turn to the state of Washington. Uh, I, I would say this this falls under the rubric of cultural cultural war. It's by uh, uh, it's by Jason Rantz. Apparently, he's on KTTH out there. Okay. The Democrat war on gasoline continues. Now, Democrats in the state of Washington are proposing to jail Washington Washingtonians for using gas-powered landscaping tools like leaf blowers. No! 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 Refused. State Representative Amy Wayland, Democrat Kirkland, pre-filed legislation to make sweeping additions to the Washington State Clean Air Act. House Bill 1868 bans gasoline-powered and diesel-powered landscaping and other outdoor power equipment for contributing to climate change. Bleep you! The bill lists a number of unintended health consequences tied to the tools, as well as including the claim they cause asthma. The bill gets to the ban by empowering the Department of Ecology Hmm. to Hmm. adopt rules to prohibit engine exhaust and evaporative emissions from new outdoor power equipment by either Jan 1, 2026, or sooner. If the state determines it's feasible to do so earlier, Washingtonians are expected to upgrade their equipment to zero-emission alternatives. Government work, however, is partly exempt. Okay. Of course. 
To make the transition oh. more palatable, the zero-emission alternatives would not be subject to a sales tax, but it would be uh, prohibitively expensive for many small businesses. I was just going to mention in September, uh, Seattle passed a resolution saying they are um, they will be phasing out all gas blowers within city departments and contractors. You know, at Jordy notes, they want the felons out of prison so they can put the leaf blower users in. <clears throat> Got to make room. <laughs> now, what about the... this law could mean 365 days in jail. Hmm. A year in jail. Mary Morreality doesn't That's... put murderers in jail for a year. <laughs> That's the sentencing guidelines? This is the war you're fighting, people. Whether you choose to or not, this is what's happening. Wow. Traditionally, violating bans like this would not land someone a jail sentence. You don't throw a grocer in jail for handing a customer a plastic bag filled with plastic straws. They get warnings and fines, but not jail. Yet when one's goal is driven by a cult-like environmentalist movement, one is more willing to go to extremes. The ban would apply to both government entities and private contractors working for the government. Though Whalen, the the uh, deranged legislator, though Whalen blames leaf blowers and other small tools for destroying the planet. <laughs> so it's not just leaf blowers, Joe. It's all gas-powered. It's all small equipment. tools. Yep. Yep. Uh, her yep. legislation exempts all government agencies or contractors working for the government from adhering to the ban under emergency circumstances. What? What? So I'm seeing oh. a 59 oh. Pontiac ambulance hearse racing to the <laughs> right. state capitol where there's a pile of leaves that have to be removed, and the only thing available is a gas-powered leaf blower. So they open the rear doors of the 1959 Pontiac ambulance, they all put on their hazmat suits and their masks, and they blow the leaves away. Boom. Here's my scenario playing out in my head. The top blows off Mount Rainier. Yeah. Just gone. Yeah. All the ashes fall in Seattle. People are being arrested left and right for using gas right, power, right, right. and equipment. These are some really, really <laughs> empty-souled and empty-minded people. They, they really have missed out on growing up. They've missed out on a great deal of wisdom and <clears throat> reasoning and history and logic. They are... Uh, they're just uh, corrupted ideologically. They're just, you know what they are? They're just effed up. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good yeah. summary. They're just effed good up. Good summary. <laughs> Joe, we've got a lot of GLers out in Seattle and Washington. You'd think that, you know, when we talk about places like that, that every single one of the residents are insane. But it's not the case. Well, of course not. It's like up in Ely in the Iron Range. You know, it's a mix. Unfortunately, the wackos get all the airtime. The Democrats argue the legislation should be viewed through what kind of lens? An equity lens. Oh, what yeah. in God's name does... An equity lens. Makes everything equal? See Even can... though the ban would have a disproportionate impact on Latino and black business owners or, or Mexicans who might be in the lawn care business. Where's the equity? 22.8% of landscaping companies in the United States are owned by Hispanics. So let's just, who cares about them? 
Right. Let's take their leaf blower away. Come yes, on. you in the back. An equity lens is a tool for use for use in processes like onboarding, hiring, and performance evaluation. Joe, it is simply a set of questions that are asked and answered to ensure that a given process deliberately reflects es- espoused values, surfaces, and minimizes the negative impact of bias. That's an equity lens. <laughs> I tuned that out. Sorry, Chris. No, it just no got, it's so irritating that it just, but, um, you know my what, brain just stopped listening. How, how perfect is this, though, gentlemen? You know when you Google something, it'll give you the top, after the definition, it'll give you the 10 things of where it's most commonly found. Rook. Every single one of them is a university Rook. website. Yeah. Look up he didn't hear a word state of that. Washington. Look up State Representative Amy Whalen, W-A-L-E-N. She's from Kirkland, Washington. What possible background can she have to <laughs> to ease our concern? There's, uh, there's a very good biography of her book on housedemocrats.wa. If you haven't found it, well, go ahead, John. Well, it just she was she's the former mayor of Kirkland. All she right. was the mayor of Kirkland for five years. Her additional accomplishments at the city include environmental protections, developing the Cross Kirkland Corridor, gun safety reforms, and proclaiming Kirkland's commitment as a welcoming, safe, and inclusive community. She was born in Oregon, studied and practiced law in Australia. She's a lawyer. Before, that doesn't help. Before moving to Kirkland in 2005 with her husband, Jim, they own and operate a successful local auto business. Uh, She has a consistent record of successfully leading complex organizations through change, serving as chief financial officer for companies with annual revenue exceeding $150 million for nearly 20 years. An auto business? That's exactly what I was going to say. An auto business? Like repair or house dealership? House divided. He's the uh, he's the conservative <laughs> common he's sense guy. How yes. old is how old is she? Fifty five. Fifty five. She's old 55. enough to know better, but she's one of those prematurely gray haired fifty five year old fruitcakes. But her bankroll. She has dark hair. Do they have kids? <laughs> her Joe. Her uh, bankroll. The money in the bank has been create is there due to gas. Powered automobiles. Right. They have a car. Her entire uh, life. Could, could you guys make, John, make an attempt gotta, to find the car business, please? Yeah. Okay, sure. She, the other thing, she's a proud stepmother of three and legal guardian to her nephew. Okay, good for her. So, um, no, find stuff we can criticize her about. Don't right. don't tell us the right. good stuff. <laughs> yeah, so far, what the hell? There's it a helpful picture it here of a guy match. working with a leaf blower in case you didn't uh, know what that was like. Seattle, remember. Uh, Amy, Go ahead, John. Amy Wallen, manager, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. That's so uh, Linwood, Jesus, Linwood they got Auto a whole Store. Chrysler dealership. <laughs> they're, they're, entire, they're selling Jeeps to go and wreck life. the woods. I'm, I'm sorry. They're sabotaging also, themselves. Also, Hyundai. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Hyundai of Seattle, manager. Throw on the Hyundai. Oh, who's well. the manager, John? She is. Amy. Says she's the manager there. Amy Whalen, W A L E N. That's correct. She's the same person who is a state representative. Before that, uh, she worked as chief financial officer for almost, uh, let's see, 13 years at Ford Hyundai of Kirkland. So I'm guessing that's also family owned, right? Sure. And then she was a controller 
at Courtesy Ford in Portland from 1999 to 2005. So, so. okay. So she also Do- wait, okay, Joe, wait, wait, wait a minute. Joe, Joe, Joe. Dodge Charger, <laughs> Dodge Challenger, Pammy Dodge Hellcat. Hellcat. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Check this out. You burnt you a mean gallon of gas a mile. <laughs> you mean to tell me uh, that a woman who's put 10,000 cars on the road oh, is bitching word. about some poor Mexican's leaf blower. Ford oh. of Kirkland has become the Ford Hyundai of Kirkland, the largest volume retailers for Ford and Hyundai <laughs> in the F- state of Washington. F-350. <laughs> this is Call her up. Rook, find a number and call her. Okay. Call her up. All right. How oh, can you... No. Amy, how do you reconcile your irritation with a little teeny leaf blower while you're... You're selling me a Dodge Hellcat, <laughs> which is just an awesome vehicle. 800 horsepower, Amy. <laughs> you <God>. moron. <laughs> oh, my God. You think- this gets better and better. If only we weren't at war, this would be so funny. Oh, man. So one of you two, quit look her She has an up. email address, but she doesn't give a phone well, number. So remember the I can. I'll Remember the Viper, Suge? The Viper. Viper. <laughs> yeah, here's, I got her number. Jeep, you, we'll you make vehicles yeah. that'll climb right to the top of Mount Penatubo. <laughs> yeah. You can drive it to the North Pole. <laughs> Unbleepin' believable. It is amazing what we trip over. It just really is. Uh... Well, if you have a Dodge Hellcat, keep it in a garage with a garage door, a perfected (laughs) tune, and installed by Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin. They're growing. They're successful. They need new members for their team. They need garage door installers and garage door technicians and warehouse associates. They pay well. They have great benefits. People love them because they're competent, and they compensate excellent work. Uh I keep talking about the telephone closet. I'll stop that because that confuses too many of you. Just put their telephone number where you keep your numbers of your guys. All right? You got guys for everything. These are your garage door guys. You get a guy, but it's really the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. Uh, Don't charge more for weekends. They keep you... uh, apprised of what they're doing with text messaging. It's it's a great operation. Call Precision Door. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities at 612-263-6985 or make your appointment at precisiondoormn.com. North American Banking Company. If you are looking at making a switch from your big national bank, I cannot recommend them highly enough. They are locally owned and operated. They also care about you, your family, and your business. Here's why it's important to keep this in mind that they're locally owned and operated. This means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities so people get their answers quickly. So this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. Six locations to serve you. My location 
Hamilton's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. They first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. So, do this right now. Go online, nabankco.com. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. Check them out, nabankco.com to learn more. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Spell that. Is that with one K or two? Yeah, we need music. Hey, Pat. Yes, Joe. Before you say anything else, let me uh, say to Johnny Tower, his boys put on a mighty good display against number seven ranked Marquette. That was fun. I watched this bang near the whole second. So did I. They they had it close for a couple of times. Man, they were bombing in some threes. Yep. And uh, you know what they had on those threes? The quick trigger. They knew they had to... uh, Marquette's really good defensively, and they knew they had to shoot it as soon as they caught it. Yep. And, uh, they made some uh, terrific threes. How do you like that uh, guard, uh, the big muscular guard? He's from St. Mary's. He was the MIAC Player of the Year. He had a year left of eligibility. He transferred. He's a bull, isn't he? Yes. Man, yes. He could they the... could they beat the Gophers? Oh, they give them a game. I don't know. The Gophers are big, you know. The yeah. Gophers have, uh, have have two guys that are really hard on the boards. But they give them a game, and there's no reason not to play them, for goodness sake. You know, they always say, what's the advantage for the Gophers? And I say, people. Right. You wouldn't have 3,500 watching like you did the other night against Ooey Pooey. Well, let me ask a better yeah. question. How did this game come about, St. Thomas at Marquette? Uh, well, Marquette plays the hard schedule, but they all look for, uh, you know, lower, you know, lower rated teams that they, that they think they're going to have an easy time against. Although, did you see the quote from Shaka no. before the game? He said he told his, they just beat Notre Dame, you know, like 15 or 20. Yeah. And he told his players, he said, we're playing a better team tonight than we did last game. Wow. So, a, Notre Dame must be hurting, but B, uh, yeah, they played great. It was uh, it was really fun. I, I texted back and forth with John on the way back. Uh, you know, they because they, they busted back after the game last night. Probably had a sandwich and headed on home. Yeah, and uh, and they were. Uh, he was uh, he was uh, ha- very happy. And you know, there was a call there when they were only two points down. And uh, the, the the guy kind of set up a blind block to get a charging foul. Yeah. And if that had been Division Three MIAC, they would have called that charge in a in a moment. But they went with the, uh, you know, you didn't give the guy a step before he ran over you. But they could have gotten that charge right there. They could have went down and gotten a hand. Well, whoever was, was calling the game said, you don't get that call with the, no time left and you're on the road. You're just not going to get that call. Yeah. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy calling then the guy, uh, the guy doing the uh, broadcast. Yeah, that, yeah. And he was probably right. Do they yes. play their games where the Bucks play? I think they use them both, but I, I that was I think that was the Bucks Arena. Yeah, I, I think, think it was, was. The main arena. Yeah, Fiserv or whatever it is. I, I think that was the old one is still there. 
But you know who uses that one? The University of Wisconsin Milwaukee uses oh. that one. I think Mar- I think Marquette plays in the big arena. St. So, Thomas uh, last played Marquette, I'm told, in 1977. Yes, and in 1957 they defeated Marquette. Wow. They, uh, now I don't know what Marquette's basketball status was then, but. Uh, one of the players on that team is a guy who's uh, still kicking, and Johnny talked to him. Bob Gallivan was one of the players on that team. I think he's a younger brother of Pat. Really? And, uh, and uh, he's still uh, he's still around. And uh, John Johnny told me he talked to him last week. So uh, and they were about how they uh, they went down there and won. And uh, I, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, the old Milwaukee Auditorium was built by then, but I, I don't know if that's where they played then or in some small little gym or something. But yeah, they'd uh, they played them when they were, you know, Marquette was was what back then I don't even know what they called it. College St. Thomas was college division, and Marquette was university. Well, in '77, though, Marquette with McGuire, they were on top of the world. Oh, yeah, Didn't they, they win the title that year? That might have been the year they won it. Yeah, they yeah. seventy-seven or eight, one of those years, and uh, yeah, they were ranked like top ten or something like that. So, you want a neat stat on your Timberwolves? What's that? They have yet to lose two games in a row. Yes, that is good. And you know, another neat stat: Ant, our superstar, goes three for nineteen, and they win the game, yeah. walking away. Yeah, unbelievable. Nas, Nas, Nas. came back. Nas came back and played uh, great. He played fantastic. So, uh, yeah, that was a nice win. And despite the turmoil, turmoil, our Wild win another one. That's right. They won the shootout. What is the controversy? What do you think uh, Garen did to yell at somebody? That's what you do in hockey. You yell at him. Uh, This was, uh, I I know the kid, Andrew Hyatt, he used to work. His name was used in the athletics, so I guess it was... uh, He's a good kid, but he's like their traveling secretary. Yeah. And I'm sure the plane was late. Yeah. Or something. Or, and I'm sure Bill might have made a stop somewhere on the way while he was killing time. And uh, I, I don't know anything, but uh, I, I would guess that uh, maybe he, uh, you know, reamed him out with numerous profanities. So what? I guess. <laughs> It's well, hockey. maybe it had, maybe it had happened too frequently. Okay. I don't know. Huh. He's a good kid, I, though. Andrew worked for the Twins. I knew him. He's a nice guy. So it must have been must have been over the top, to say the least. But why? That still doesn't tell us why the other guy got run out. The, yeah, the I don't right know why man, the, uh, yeah, the yeah. guy. We don't we didn't know anything about him. But the good thing is, you can go on Twitter. And you can hear a hundred theories on that. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. These these people are they all know what's what what it, what it's about, even though nobody does. So yeah, that's well, why if, I won't go on Twitter. Well, I was going to say if this was an issue, the Wild would have fired Bruce Boudreau after about six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. any baseball yeah. manager worth his salt. That's right. You ever see the video of Jim Leyland bitching how, how at uh, what Pat? I was going to say, how long would a Ronnie Carone last? <laughs> <laughs> or Jim Leyland talking to uh, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds at spring training, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, 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 right. And Barry hey. Bonds loved him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey did uh, I haven't watched it yet, but there's a George Brett documentary floating around, I think, on <laughs> Netflix. I wonder if they used 
I wanted to take out There's the only audio one story we need from him. Uh, you guys are making it work for it today. We don't need that, Chris. It's okay. We've heard it a million times. See, Pat, speaking of getting yelled at with the F word, I'm no longer allowed to play audio on the show that's more than well, six play, seconds we've old. We've played that 50 Pat, times. Pat, the best what? part about that story is how the baseball players in the background that were surrounding him were trying to ignore him. And he just kept talking and talking and, the best, and talking. The best part was after this and then his, minute yeah. soliloquy on him trying to keep himself from together. his pants. Yeah, and, together. And, and in Las Vegas, who's pitching today? Yeah. <laughs> Went out and had a great meal, just a great meal. I had to go to the bathroom. No, bathroom. that's enough. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It does conclude with him saying, who's pitching hey, today? who's pitching today? Who's pitching today? In the background, they're just throwing the ball back and forth, trying not to hear what he's saying. <laughs> guys in the Hall of Fame. Here they are. Here he is, young man, one of the five greatest hitters of our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a little advice to give you. Don't eat crab legs. You know what that means? Even though he was a great guy and a great player, he's still just one of us. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Good for two of those a year. Yep. Yeah. Well, he At got least. married late. Yeah. He got married late. According to legend, there were a lot of tryouts before he did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tryouts. A lot of odd- a lot of auditions. <laughs> I'll talk to you Monday. All right. See you. Goodbye. Thank you. Oh, my God. There was a lot of tryouts, he says. Zero Res is going to clean those carpets up. If you still have those Thanksgiving stains that you can't get out with your own home remedy, stop fooling around with DIY. Call the experts at Zero Res. It's safe, it's effective, they've got a 4.9 rating on Google, over 17,000 reviews, and they back it up with the Zero Res Gotta Love It Guarantee. The Zero Res absolutely stands behind every cleaning. Call them today and get on their schedule. I don't know if you can get in by Christmas, because they're going to be really busy, but Zero Res, the telephone number 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, and ask them about the GL Rookie Special. You get three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just 129 bucks. And while they're there, what about your air ducts? There's all sorts of stuff. Dander, dirt. This month, take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. Call Zero Res with my great voice, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online with my great voice at ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the rookie Garage Logic Special. You got to say my name to get the deal. Spell it forwards or backwards. My name does not spell the same forward or backwards. That's zero res, Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. My voice, spelled forwards or backwards, sounds just this cool. So call zero res today. Thank you. Zero res. I can't find the end of the world. I guess I did. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Is that a new song? Is that a new liner? Oh, good stuff there, boys. We've had this before. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, I see. Sarcasm wasted on much of America. Yes. Uh, Let's face it. Peace on Earth ain't going to happen. But peace of mind, that can be yours with this 12% off all Liberty Safe products sale at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. You'll get peace of mind knowing that your goodies are always protected with the best safe ever made right here in the United States. Best 
fire protection available on the planet, transferable lifetime warranties. That's a big deal. And, of course, from Rich, the owner there, professional delivery and installation, always available. Hop on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com, then give old Santa Rich a ring on the wireless if you have any further questions. Uh, he wants me to give out his phone number. Uh, I don't I don't get it. That, But I'm going to do it, 763 494 nine zero seven five see i would suggest you just stop into maple grove the uh the showroom there 6901 east fish lake road and pester rich in person with your many many liberty safe questions and protect what matters the most your valuables and you can actually give a great gift with a safe this holiday season but hurry up this 12 percent off deal this ain't gonna last forever pal maple grove lock and here is John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, update to a story we spent a lot of time talking about. Uh, uh, we now have what uh, the final version, I guess, of this story is. Seven weeks after a Hennepin County judge rejected a plea deal for a man charged in a deadly 2019 shooting in northeast Minneapolis, a new judgment has been entered. Yesterday morning, 20-year-old Hussein Braveheart was back in court to talk about how to proceed with his case after Judge Michael Burns refused to approve a plea deal that would have allowed Braveheart to avoid jail time back in October. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office says it accepted a new deal from Braveheart's lawyer that calls for him to plead guilty to attempted first-degree assault, a presumed sentence of four and a half years. However, he'd also get credit for the more than 1,600 days already served, which covers all of that prison time. Braveheart, who was 15 at the time of the shooting, charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder and the killing of 39-year-old Stephen Markey. After the hearing yesterday, Judge Burns signed off on the deal and sentenced Braveheart accordingly, so he will not have to serve any more time. Family members of Markey reacted with dismay after the hearing. Susan Markey, Stephen's sister, said, obviously it's an outcome our family is upset about. It isn't commensurate for the crime. Susan pointed out that during Thursday's hearing, the judge actually commented saying he wasn't really in favor of the outcome either. Uh, Mary Moriarty yesterday released a statement after all of this happened, said, Our job is a difficult one. It's to hold people accountable, protect public safety, and achieve a fair and just result. We believe that we have reached that balance in this case. We know some will agree. And others will not. I, I'm, I'm in the not category. Yeah, I think uh, probably most of us are, yeah, I would guess. Well, the, the um, voters of Hennepin County got what they deserved. They but do. how can she honestly say that with a straight face? And, she's uh, a Mysterian. And, John, do you have the part where the family says she violated some terms uh, by um, not giving the family giving, timely yeah. notice of the plea deal offers? I don't have that. I was going to mention that the family said they were never notified of any of this. Uh, meanwhile, the the office uh, is saying something other. But even what they're saying sounds like they basically did not let the family know what was going to happen through any of this, which they were supposed to do according to the agreement. So uh, uh, Braveheart still has hearings in two aggravated robbery cases scheduled and is being held on bail pending a resolution of those cases. The other teen charged in the death of Marky, Jared Osmond, already has been sentenced to just over 21 years in prison. Let me ask an absurd question. I think I know the answer. Can the governor or the attorney general remove her? Do they have the right? Uh, no, because it's the it's just like Freeman told me. They're, they're elected. They're an elected official. It's the voters yep. that can knock yeah, them yep. out. You'd have to start a recall petition. 
would yeah. be, I think, how you'd have to do it. And it would be tied up in well, courts plus, forever. neither the governor or uh, what's his name? Who's the attorney, attorney general? Attorney general. Uh, Ellison. They're not going to remove her. Yeah. A voicemail has been placed. Thank you. Yep. From the uh, Pioneer Press, Joe, your paper, Anderson Corp. Employees got good news this week. Just in time for the holidays, the Bayport-based window and door manufacturer announcing it'll pay out $54.4 million to eligible employees as part of the company's annual profit-sharing program. That means eligible employees will get about $4,400 apiece. This year's payout was the 33% increase over 2022 when the company distributed $41.5 million. A privately held Anderson, which had issued profit-sharing payments since 1914, did suspend the program in 2008, but revived it in 2014 under a slightly different model. Anderson officials also announced yesterday the company and its related corporate foundation donated about $4.4 million in 2023 to nonprofits working in the areas of housing, education, hunger, and health care in communities where Anderson employees live and work. It's an annual story. It must be a hell of a company to work for. Pretty yeah. cool. Yep. A St. Paul teen who Michael uh, Brazel tried to stop from rummaging through his wife's car before he was fatally shot was sentenced to 15 years in prison yesterday for his role in the killing. 18-year-old Ta Mla had pleaded guilty to aiding and abetting second-degree unintentional murder in connection with the May 6th killing of Brazel, a 44-year-old husband, father of two boys, and a youth hockey coach who was shot by Mla's friend, Clee Swee. In exchange for the plea, a charge of second-degree murder with intent was dismissed Thursday. Yes, sir. Let's look at this case through the lens of the of the ideological war we're engaged in. All right. <clears throat> Brazel's role, if we are to live in chaos and anarchy, would have been to do absolutely nothing upon discovering this criminal rifling through the car. Mm -hmm. The war is being fought by the defenders of the criminal who believe that he should not have been uh, questioned about his behavior, and Brazel should not have confronted him. That, okay, under those guidelines, you have no civilization. Mm. You have no guardrails. You have no rules or regulations. Right. You have no moral or ethical foundation on which to base your actions. But the world that the Mysterians would be taking us is that world. If you walk outside and your car is being rummaged through, hmm. you had best not do anything. That's his right to be able to rummage through your car. Well, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it could be his right. It's his prerogative, whatever. Your role at that point wow. is you have to accept that because he is an oppressed person. And there is no right or wrong for his behavior. He's oppressed. So, therefore, your job is to back up, walk backwards, return to the house, and then see what's left of your car when he's done with it. That's the civilization, yeah. and it isn't a civilization. That's the, that's the lifestyle that these 
failed academy people and the rest would bring about. That's what they would bring about. I can't accept that. And you would bring about a 50-year-old guy in the in the swimming uh, locker room prior to the 8-year-old girls having a competition. That's the world they would bring about. It's not a world we want, and that's why we're uh, fighting it. This went down in Ramsey County? No, this was right over in St. Anthony Park. Yeah, Ramsey County. Yeah. So in both cases, Hennepin and Ramsey, the prosecutors, the county prosecutors, are actually working for the defense team. They're, uh, they're, now, Cleese, we got 25 well, years. Yeah, I was going to say in this case, I don't. Yeah. I think there was fight back on every, in every respect. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Yeah. So I, I think it, it didn't work out, obviously, because the poor man lost his life. But, uh, but you know, rather than you can see where it's going, though, he didn't get life in prison. No, no. He got 25 years with time served and probably, a, uh, you know, parole with good time served. I think, wasn't it 17 and a half years? Yeah. I think he could get And he'll be a young guy. Like in the meantime, she's but, and her boys are out of husband. Mm-hmm. But if it would have happened in Hennepin County, he'd be walking around right now oh, doing God, more, yes. more God, crimes. Yes. That's would, what the war is, people. Yeah, never mind. I don't want. I was going to say, in see, in my view, if somebody does something like this, they should just go to life for prison. Absolutely, uh, for, to prison for life. I'm I, sorry. Absolutely. So, well, why doesn't that happen? Because you have legislatively <laughs> created sentencing guidelines, yeah. many of which are being driven by the mystery. Sounds How long before frontier justice starts making a reappearance? Uh, it, it, I, I can't uh, advocate it or condone it, but it's not going to surprise me in the least. Yeah, I, I, I predict we're going to start seeing more and more of it. Parents, grandparents, whoever. Okay, you know. let's say Brazel confronts this kid. Mm-hmm. The kid's got a gun, or the other kid did. Whichever one has a gun. And it's pointed at Brazel. What if Brazel's neighbor came out? He's got a gun aimed at the kid, says, drop it. And the kid doesn't, turns to point the gun at the neighbor, and the neighbor shoots him. How much yeah. trouble is the neighbor in? No, the neighbor, according to everything I know, the neighbor is okay. You have to be afraid for your life. The part that scares me that might be sketchy is the coming out, coming out of the house right. with the firearm. Well, see, I don't see, know how that's going to play well, out. See, right. you're supposed to take it. You're supposed to just right. stay in the house right. and take it. B is right. B, S yeah. as an S. As a matter of fact, that's what we're taught. Um, if somebody's breaking into your garage and you're watching yeah. from your house, stay in your house, I, don't confront them. And I think that's wise counsel. You don't want to kill anybody. If they want to get in my garage, well, my garage, so I'd probably have to kill them. And is there, there's something <laughs> yeah. about yeah. a threshold. Yeah. The, there's a joke about the threshold. <laughs> Um, and uh, the joke I've heard among my friends as well, shoot him in the backyard, drag him in the house. Drag him in the house. Sure. Yeah. I've heard that, yeah. Which, you know, is a ridiculous joke, but whatever. Right. Uh, it's the story that never ends. Officials meeting today to discuss modifications on submissions for the next Minnesota state flag. The state emblems resign commission, no, resign, re- state emblems resign commission and graphic designers are meeting in St. Paul until five this afternoon to create more mock-ups of flag designs based on changes approved by the commission Tuesday night. At Tuesday's meeting, officials landed on three submissions as contenders for the next flag. Alterations to the flag submissions could include changes to the colors, 
to the line weights and the star designs. The state emblem's redesigned commission was established to adopt a new design for the official state seal and a new design for the official state flag no later than about two weeks from now, January 1st, twenty. Well, John, what they're wrestling with is the realization that they have nothing and they're trying to have something. But the more I think about it, nothing is the perfect flag. Meaninglessness is the perfect flag. This state has never been more splintered. This state has never never been more ununified. This state is a mess and you can go and give me, uh, you know, a flag with unicorns and birthday balloons. That's just fine. <laughs> That's all this is. So let's take it to a national level, shall we? Okay. Let's play everybody's favorite new game in GL. What in God's name are they talking about? Let's play that game. I give you your president, yes? Joe Biden. All right. Taxpayers already are chipping in, making paying a lot of money for that here at NH to get these brilliant scientists to go out and find cures, find a- a- answers to the drug problem, to, to drugs, for with the use of drugs for health problems. Um, uh, he's talking about... Come on, you can do it. The, the climate? Ph- pharmaceutical companies and doctors trying to come up with drugs to cure illness. Johnny right? Height! Johnny Height wins it. <laughs> Taxpayers Wait, already are chipping in, making, paying a lot of money for that here at NIH to get these brilliant scientists to go out and find cures, find a- a- answers to drug problems, to, to drugs, for, with the use of drugs for health problems. Uh-huh. But to do a callback, he does have the bush you know, squint going on, yeah, too, when he's trying to figure it, it out. Joe, it really reminds me of my grandpa back in 98 when he himself was about 98. Oh. And he'd say something like that. And my response would be, uh, yeah. can I get you a glass of water, grandpa? You, you know, <laughs> it's just because it's just gibberish coming from grandpa. Oh, you know, how you, you doing? tell him. Yeah. Are you warm? Can I cover you up him. with that blanket? I never knew a grandfather. I wish I would have. Oh. Sorry. Back to this fun. flag thing. Don't you feel that I'm hurt by that? I, I'm sorry. I'm not really. Why they check out? I didn't out either. With? I'm with Joe. Joe and I are going to start a club. Yeah, I never both knew said, I don't know. They died young, I guess. Yeah, mine too. I knew them both, and both of them were missing fingers. That's the kind of grandpas <laughs> I had. They were just awesome. Uh, back to this flag thing. You know who's happy about all of this? Our guys at Alamo Flag down yeah. in Burnsville. Are they selling <laughs> right? out? I actually took a while to get mine. I think they had to wait for new stock to arrive. I got two in the uh-huh. mail. Mine have come. I got one for a kid and one for me. The GM and flag? I, no, I, I, the uh, state flag. Oh, I found out yesterday uh, that the roommate, she goes, was that box a flag? You know, I got you a flag for Christmas, right? Oh, no. <laughs> so I do have two Minnesota <laughs> she flags. Did you get you a Minnesota flag yeah. for Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't have too many. They're going to be collector's <laughs> items. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think we're supposed to take a break now. Is that correct, Chris? Yeah, why not? Are we no. done with the oh, news? Yeah, w- yeah, we're done. We, got, we okay. got more news? No? No, no we're news? done. We got other stuff. Don't worry. I got a lot of news. I sat here for two hours. What do you got, then? We'll come back with some news. Well, that's that's fine. Do you want me to hit this? I'm in no hurry to hit the show. passive aggressive, John. Just do another story. I just want to give you guys static, you know. Well, why did John introduce the idea of taking a break? Keep talking. Give me a kicker. Let's go here. Huh? What do you got? Yeah. I I got no. How about, uh, let's see, Jeff Bezos. Did you see Jeff? I like Jeff. We're all going to live in space. No, I don't like Jeff. 
Uh, he said he's the guy, fella who uh, started Amazon, of course, and is worth $172 billion. In an interview with podcaster Lex Friedman, uh, he rejected the idea that humans should colonize other planets, saying he thinks building space colonies is the only way to achieve such population growth. So he says everybody will live in giant space stations. And he says if they want to take a vacation, they'll fly on back down to Earth to take their vacation. Do you think Bezos knows uh, what what uh, what day it is? What the optics are when he's got that Lawrence Sanchez around him? <laughs> Who's that? Probably not his woman. Is she okay? Well, she's you know built for one reason only, and and uh, <laughs> it's all there. I mean, it's <laughs> was she what? worth losing half? <laughs> what, what, what? I gave what up mean, like what building sixty billion for that ro- yeah. roofing or you know yeah she block laying carpenter yeah, yeah. roofing <laughs> carpenter. <laughs> My question is, if what did you say he's worth one bazillion dollars? One hundred and seventy-two billion. Why would you even talk to anybody? I would throw up the Howard Hughes fence and the gate and give everybody the big F you. Leave me alone. I'm rich. I don't want to talk to any of you losers. I'd, Shut still, up. I'd still text you. I'd, I'd walk among the people. Yeah. yeah the hell would you too. would. Yeah. I didn't say where. I just said <laughs> in Wyoming. <laughs> walk among the people. In Wyoming. South of France. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got, I mean, she's uh, he's a dork. And and she's not a dork. Mm-hmm. That's a buy an island kind of money. I just buy an island. Buy an Nobody's island. allowed. A buy a yeah, country kind buy, of money. Yeah, you could buy more than one island, island with that he's money. He's probably got islands. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> he's got islands. You think he's got a pontoon? But I, I a just nice pontoon. Yeah, I'm just now. the prospect of going on some idiot's podcast. Well, why? <laughs> why would you? What the hell? Yeah. Do you know who you're talking to? I'm Jeff bleeping Bezo Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going on your podcast. Go away. But Musk I, would go on a podcast. Well, he can't get enough of himself. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't met a microphone he doesn't love. Or I'll tell a you what, that damn Amazon works, doesn't it? You order something and bing, bang, boom, it's yeah. there. You know, it's there. I'm no. like a month off from cardboard. Remember your sister and your wife's cousin? We had her on as a yeah. guest. Yeah. She wrote the book. Yeah. Uh, I ordered two different books off Amazon, and neither one of them have shown up. About painters? Yeah. Well, you should have talked to me first. I might have a couple of copies. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I might need one because they're not showing up because be Amazon doesn't work. Can't help you. You know, uh, I think you were right originally. What? We, we probably should have taken it. Yeah, are we on the air right yeah, now? Are we? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, really we, know. we are. We're in a break. Are we in a break? No. We are now. We are now. <laughs> I can never tell. Really sorry about that. Joe Suchere, the keeper of common sense. You know what? Give yourself the gift of amazing water this holiday season. Hofferman Water. Get on the schedule for that free water analysis today. 612-895-2440. That's their phone number. 612-895-2440. Have them come out and check your water. That free water analysis is key because they're going to be able to tell you what type of system that would improve your water. I went with the brand new water softener and the drinking water system, and I'm really glad that I did. Uh, It made an amazing difference in the quality 
quality of the water inside of my home. You get that new system, your showers are better, your laundry is better, and so, of course, is your drinking water. You can also visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. I've been a proud customer for years. You will be, too, if you decide to make the switch. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Joe, tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. <laughs> The people with whom we're at war want to change our lives, ruin them. They don't want us to eat meat. They don't want us to drive cars. They smoke. don't want us to use leaf blowers. Smoke what's, cigarettes. What's they don't want us to smoke cigarettes. But reefer is okay. But now there's a new one. What? They don't want us to breathe. <laughs> We They've gone too oh, far. We must not, do something about tough. this immediately, immediately. Harumph. Uh, we, we have learned from the Daily Mail, which is a compendium of absolute BS, some of which is true. <laughs> but we learned from the Daily Mail that a new study, because you have to have a study, mm-hmm. claims that gases in air exhaled from human beings is, fueled, is fueling global warming. Well, that's just, that's nature. Methane and nitrous oxide in the air we exhale makes up to 0.1% of the UK's greenhouse gas emissions, scientists say. And that's not even accounting for the gas we release from burps and flatulence. Ooh. Or emissions that come from our skin. I didn't know we had that. Ooh. You know what this is? It's another reminder these people don't like people. Did you give the figure 0.1%? Yeah. That's, that's, that's Dr. Nicholas Cowan, an atmospheric physicist yeah. at the UK Center for Ecology and Hydrology in Edinburgh, said exhaled human breath can contain small elevated concentrations of methane, CH4, and nitrous oxide, N20, both of which contribute to global warming. We would urge caution in the assumption that emissions from humans are negligible. What in the hell are we supposed to do about it? Not a thing we can do because I'm not going to stop breathing. Well, they would just as soon. Uh... Yep, that's my that's my effing protest. <laughs> <laughs> so what we what we have here is a situation where apparently we're not supposed to exist. But Joe, in this study, it's only breath. They haven't studied the flatus emissions. No, those are you would think would be more powerful. And warmer. And warmer. <laughs> and longer. And they linger. I, uh, I, I don't want to read this. This is ridiculous. This is, uh, we, we we can't breathe now. We're not I supposed to breathe. I would encourage GLers, if you're Googling this, do what I did. Click on uh, a website called Outkick, which um, if you want to know where Outkick is coming from, here's the first paragraph of this story. In a wild twist, the climate change terrorist scumbags who like to scream about how they're saving the planet while they're spraying great works of art with their eco-friendly paint have been killing the planet by breathing in their day-to-day life. This right. this website is hilarious. Now, you know, Amy would go with this even though she's a car dealer. She mm-hmm. probably thinks we shouldn't breathe. Uh, There's somebody at odds with herself, huh? Boy, I'll see. That's, God, I hope she gets a hold of us. You emailed her, right? Or you I left, left her a voice message. Yep. A foin. foin. I just said that foin. she left a foin message. Foin. What's other, a foin message? The other day at uh, at the <laughs> airport, 
I was calling on a potential candidate to hire. Sure. And which um, scares the living hell out of me that you hire people. <laughs> I know, and we have a part time and full time people. Yes. And I asked her if she wanted fart time. <laughs> Whoops. Instead of I did by it was accident. an accident. By accident. Are you looking for fart time? And uh, I would be. Is that the part other, of the deal? The other people in the room thought that was rather funny and continued to point that out. Well, she'll probably go to Human Resources and sue you for insensitivity. Well, we, we hired her. So oh, I'd like to talk about my benefits. Yeah. My $17? What's the vacation time? Hey, we, for every 30 hours you work at IHS, you get one hour of paid time off. They're a really good company to work for. You should, you know, when you retire, you should come to work for me. Such. I'm reading further in this study. You know how these clowns like to blame meat eaters yeah. on the problem? Yeah. Well, according to their study, there's no difference between the vegetarian breathing and the meat eating no, breathing. No, breathing's breathing. So breathing is breathing. Yeah. Don't breathe. Okay. Only, hey, they're on the move. The Lymans are on the move. They're at the now. They're at the Tokuman International Airport, Panama City, Panama. They're working their way back to you, babe. Oh, yeah. The traveling Lymans on this day, Joe. Today is December fifteenth in eighteen fifty-six. A lyceum was organized in St. Paul. Does anyone know what a lyceum is? Mm-mm. I don't. It's just a big meeting. A group it? of people that come together to discuss yeah. um, uh, the big topics lice. of the day. Lice. I, I will accept. Uh, I will accept that. Thank you. They are cultural centers that sponsored lectures, classes, and other activities. Okay. All right. On this day, uh, twelve one five, eighteen sixty four. Four Minnesota regiments def- helped defeat the Confederate Army of General John Bell Hood outside Nashville. Over the course of this two-day battle, the Minnesota losses, 302 killed, wounded, or missing, are the greatest the state suffered in any Civil War engagement. Mm. But, hey, let's go after their descendants and make sure you get some reparations let's out get of them. them. Let's go. On this day... What did I just hear? <laughs> you heard a funny body noise. I don't know. Is that a body noise? Might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> on this day in... Not a lot gets by him. You know? He's right there. On this day yeah. in 1887, the first issue of the Northfield Independent appeared. The newspaper's editor declared that it comes in its own independent way without first having asked leave to be but intends to justify its being by filling a vacant journalistic place in this city and surrounding country. It will labor that the homes it is permitted to enter may be brighter and purer for its coming. Their burdens lightened, if possible, their industries ennobled. Wow. Boy, what an editor he was. No huh? kidding. Wow. Wasn't their tagline, let's be independent together? Yeah. But the, uh, but the uh, uh, a, a great fault of the people who put these things together, the editor's name is not mentioned. <laughs> so I don't Did know. Did he want it that key. way, possibly? And finally, on this day. December 15th. It, J, in 1892. J. Paul Getty was born in Minneapolis. An entrepreneur, he became a billionaire in the oil business. And that's back when a billion was a billion. It was a lot. And he bequeathed much of his fortune to the Getty Trust, 
a philanthropic organization that supports the visual arts. Isn't there a Getty Museum in L.A.? I believe there is. So there you have it. Uh, from a Lyceum opening to J. Paul Getty being born. Now, was his kid the one that got his ear cut off? Yes. Remember? He was yes. kidnapped? Yeah. Uh, the endowment currently has $7.7 billion as it, of 2020. Is it in L.A.? Yes. Yeah. It sits up on a hill, and sometimes the wildfires get very close to it, but always manage, it always manages to survive. They probably have a sprinkler system. Probably. <laughs> probably a good Fight point. Off. I, I'm very, very glad that you were able to help me with that point, because you are probably correct. Yeah. How do you keep the weeds from burning around it? You just, just get rid of them. They probably had a garden weasel to get rid of all those weeds. GLers, don't uh, don't use your leaf blower and go to jail on us. We need you, and we'll see you again Monday. Thank you. Don't forget. Uh, wait, no, that's over. Yeah, that's done. Thanks to all out. of you that participated in the Garage Logic Holiday Online Auction. We appreciate that. What else, Rook? YouTube. YouTube. You're going to uh, subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. Super easy to do, and it's super free, so you don't have to worry about a thing. But if you want to be a member of the council, that'll cost you a little nickel or dime here. Ten bucks a month or $100 for the entire year. And you, again, get to eavesdrop prior to the show, post-show, and in between the breaks when Rookie doesn't really know if we're on the air or not. That is at garagelogic.com. Who do you mean by Rookie? I would like to refer myself sometime in the third person, like okay. Herschel Walker did. All right. Chat up this weekend. Garage... It's Fun Friday, and I'm checking out. <laughs>